So sheep would be a terrible thing to turn evil, especially in New Zealand, where they're so abundant and tied to the lifestyle of every true New Zealander. Uh, what would be an equivalent here in England? What would be the worst animal to turn against us? An equivalent? Yeah. Um, pigeons, I guess. Yeah. Oh, God, it's the <laughs> pigeons are everywhere. They would murder us in seconds. It'd be a fucking nightmare. And also, they're quite small. They could get into spaces. Because I always think cats would be bad because they're small and scratchy. Yeah, um, very scratchy. But pigeons, you know, they'd peck you and... I, th- I actually think that was what um, Alfred Hitchcock was getting at. I don't think he was thinking about like crows or blackbirds or anything like that. It was pigeons no, he, in the back of his head. He grew up in Walthamstow. He definitely knew. He well, I don't know if he grew up there, but he worked in Walthamstow. So he knows. He knows that it's the pigeons that are the real threat to humanity. Humanity, yeah. Definitely. Honestly, I always think foxes are way more shy than they need to be. <laughs> if they ever figure out that they are relatively large dog-like animals with teeth, yeah. then we're fucked. yeah. If the they get own... into that coyote mindset, yeah, then they'll, then they'll be able to rule us all. But uh, yeah. up till now, they're just ba- mostly like, oh, "Hello, won't see you later." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People, oh no, oh dear, let me go over here for a bit. They're making their terrible war chant, and in, if the, in the case of me, that war chant is. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I always react quite well to to foxes because, like, oh, they always, the, the the first time I I saw a fox in person, it walked past me in the street oh. and it just stopped, paused evening. for a second, went yeah, basically went evening, <laughs> and then went on its way. So to me, it's like, well, that's just a fox. They're just they're not friendly, but then you know, they've well, they've got British manners. <laughs> yeah, here in here in London, they're all really mangy and skinny, and they run. But every time they run, they always get to a suitable distance, and then they stop and they turn. And then they disappear. Ooh. As if stop and turn, as if to say, one day <laughs> later, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, actually, you know, I I might go back on my earlier uh, answer and say uh-huh. squirrels because squirrels yes. are fucking oh. terrifying. Yes, in Shit Greenwich me. Park, where I went to uh, when I did I did my BA, uh, the squirrels are assertive. We might say. Yes. Yeah. I would call the squirrels around my workplace. They're hench. They're hench. Right. They're, yeah. they're like built. They've got. You can see the rippling muscles on them as they look you directly <laughs> in the eye and say, "Fuck you! I'm going to kill you." Like they've been on like steroids and spice, and they just don't give a single fuck. That they're really <sighs> uh, very, very threatening creatures around Manchester. People, um, people of Manchester, you've got to stop sticking your steroids into the park bins. Stop it! Stop it! Calm down. Think about it. <laughs> Think about the squirrels. Think about the terrible impact on the squirrel population. Somebody please think of the squirrels. Every effort to deconstruct colonialist, paternalistic, agrarian hierarchy that disenfranchises the, t- the Tangata Wenua and erodes the natural resources of Ato- Atora. Never got that word right. That's what right. New Zealand calls itself. Atora? 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 Atora. Atora. Sounds better. <laughs> I'm Paul Experience. And I'm crashing back to Earth and landing in a field, continuing with Recommendations Month. This time with the Ovine Company of Helen Gaffney. No offense. Ovine? <laughs> In nature. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like I would have preferred bovine. <laughs> Weirdly enough, they I don't have, know why. They have such a chill atmosphere to them. The yeah. languid gaze of a cow. Big eyelashes as well. Oh, beautiful eyelashes. They're like oh, a shit giraffe. <laughs> You're right, cows really are shit giraffes. <laughs> it's really none boring of, giraffes. Gorgeous, none of the criteria. But, you know, no. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't, I don't even know sometimes. It's wonderful. That's what happens when you listen to a Mengele podcast for four oh. hours before you start another podcast. Yeah, Helen's been on the Mengelas and mm-hmm. um, it's going to bring an appropriate energy um, <laughs> to this recording because, yes, Helen has recommended the uh, Jonathan King's 2006 comedy horror film Black Sheep. Miles. Civilization. A secret experiment has given birth to a new breed of fear. Oh my lord! There's something wrong with the sheep. 
They attacked us. Oh, nonsense. Get ready. For the violence. We're trapped. Of the lambs. The sheep are revolting. Aren't they? Black sheep. There's something in here. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Frightening? No. <laughs> well, depends how terrified you are of adorable, Sh- fluffy sheep. sheep. Yeah, <laughs> really. There's uh, beautiful sheep in this, but, you know. Oh, my God. There are so many shots of sheep where I'm just like, you're the best thing. You're the best sheep I've ever seen. Yeah. I enjoy your sheepy face. Wait. Yeah. Who's this guy? Um, <laughs> pretty sure they're all ladies. Anyway, I don't know animals. I live in London. I know terrifying, terrifying pigeons and squirrels <laughs> and foxes. That's all and that's I it. Have. That's yeah. all you get. <laughs> oh god. This is King's debut feature. He writes and directs the film. Since 2006, he's written a film called The Tattooist in 2007 and written and directed a film called Under the Mountain. And he has written and illustrated a graphic novel called Inkbird Enigma. And that is it. <laughs> I mean, it's more than I've done since 2006. Yeah, I mean, t- to be fair, I've, d- I've done very <laughs> little since then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we've all got our different levels of ability <laughs> yeah yeah i think the year after that i maybe no that year i think i did a double feature watching lucky number Slevin and uh the other one that was similar uh smoke and aces and i don't think there's been much better than that since that i've done you, that's the, the height of your achievement to be fair yeah i did both of those in one day one what day on, <sighs> i did almost do a I full peaked. Lord of the Rings uh, extended watch watch through, but then like oh. somewhere towards the end of the Two Towers extended version, I wanted to die, and so yeah. I went to sleep. <laughs> I mean, the the it's like that that old thing they used to say about the only time I've ever wanted to have sex twice is just before I had it once. You know, I, I, the only times I've ever thought, yeah, I could watch all three Lord of the Rings back to back is just before I start Fellowship. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's true. Somewhere around the minds of Mario, I'm like. Although, actually, wouldn't it be a more authentic experience if we broke them up over several weeks or months? That's true. I mean, I suppose you could break up the films even that way and just be like, well, they've been walking for ten years now, so let's get back to this bit. (laughs) It's not as good as the book, but it is just a bit where Gandalf's like, keep this safe, and then disappears for 30 years. (laughs) Motherfucker. Motherfucker. (laughs) And what was he up to? He was directing several films and the Inkberg Enigma. He was having a lie down. Having a lie down. Uh, yeah, not much to say about the production that I was able to find, but special effects, of which there are many, uh, come care of the legendary New Zealand special effects house Weta Workshop, which has worked on Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, with Richard Taylor himself at the helm, a familiar name, face, and voice to anyone who got addicted to the Lord of the Rings DVD appendices as I did. I love that man. <laughs> well, it's... some good effects as well, to be fair. I wasn't like, mad at this. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed I... Richard Taylor has like this quite boring voice, but talks about like the most cool shit you've ever heard. It's just like for Lord of the Rings, we had to f- craft a hundred sets of Urukai armor with important metal shielding around the uh, key defensive points. We had to create a whole new culture in order to bring this world to life. You're like, oh no, wait, I am interested. I'm just falling asleep out of the voice. <laughs> so interesting. Just trying to get involved. Uh, but um, they get a bit of money from a Korean firm, the first mm. Korean ve- uh, investment in a New Zealand film. Ah. Huh. There you go. You know, World, worldwide. That's yeah. fascinating. Sure. Why yeah. were the Koreans particularly interested in this, I wonder? <laughs> They're trying to discredit the New Zealand lamb, uh, lamb business. Because after all, lamb is one of their chief exports. I don't know if you want to tug on this thread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this might go all the way up to the top. <laughs> I don't oh, know what God. the top is for the lamb. The lamb. Oh God! Trade, Prime Minister, but, you know. Prime Minister of New Zealand, I think. Oh, you're, you're, that's primarily what you're elected to manage. I imagine the Prime Minister of New Zealand is a bit like the Prime Minister of um, uh, the Isle of Man. He just lives somewhere, and you can go, "Hi, oh, Bob. You're right." <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Jacinda Ardern. The most, well, it was one yeah. of the most cool world leaders ever. Oh, now yeah, she's she resigned. Dope. Yeah, she's probably really a Bob good. now, though, right? Yeah, probably some guy named Bob. Ah, <laughs> oh, the world's ruled by Bobs. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wikipedia page has a section for soundtrack, which I shall now read to you in its entirety. Exciting. Nirvana. 
critics reacted to Black Sheep like they would never be okay ever again. (laughs) Andy Lau at Total Film said, dopey editing, ropey pacing, hokey hokey story structure, scrappy sound, rubbish, rubbery gore, and acting that would shame a toddler's nativity play. For a minute there, it seemed like he was going insane. Yeah. Dopey editing, ropey pacing, hokey storyline, blah blah boop de doo What's wrong with Andy Lowe? <laughs> he was just trying to create a very long haiku, is what was happening there. <laughs> well, so far it's a bit shit, my, uh, the thing I'm doing. Maybe if I just style it out, it'll seem like I wasn't trying to do anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite alliteration. It's not quite anything, really, is yeah. it? Yeah. Just, if I just stop here, it'll just seem like... Oh, it seem like I did it on purpose. Odd, odd start of the sentence, but I guess I was just reading into things. <laughs> no, and, that's, like, and that's on me. <laughs> that, that is, that, to be fair, that is on us. Uh, public, meanwhile, are not a tree. They're a fucking sheep. <laughs> Michael Cassis at Google said, Walked into the restaurant at about 8.30 and it was crowded but comfortable with a warm, comfortable feeling from the beginning of the full season. We were seated the moment we walked in. Brittany was our server and no doubt was on point. Easy to talk to and down-to-earth person. My wife and I checked out the menu. I was more on the specials menu. She chose to go with steak to... Oh, hang on a minute. This isn't, this isn't right. All right, uh, let's try the second review on Google. Uh, Drew Lowell over at Google said... Uh, the staff made the hostel feel like a home, great environment, better people, amazing activities, and fun <laughs> movie nights. Nico, Claire, and Nikita were all especially fun and helpful. Hang on a minute, this isn't right either. Also, where's Brittany? <laughs> God. All right, let's uh, let's try the third review on Google for Black Sheep 2006, uh, all of which can be checked. You can actually go there now and see all of these. Uh, Pamela Van Billingen over on Google said, just awful. Moldy salad. Food took over an hour. We tried to give this place another chance. Uh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, Louis Royas over on Google. Worst experience I ever had at a restaurant service is awful. And the food is average at best. Fuck. Also, this place Where is going is downhill. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Clearly, there is a restaurant called the Black Sheep. And these idiots are just reviewing the movie. Black thinking. Sheep 2006 as well. <laughs> yes. <is it> like <laughs> That's what brackets. we called our place. <laughs> We really uh, like the film, so we just wanted to <laughs> just just give people a lot of sheep. sheep oh, horror. God. Finally, yeah. I, yes, there are a couple in there that pertain to the film, including this one from Ryan Beaumont, who says, Amazing. Wish I was a sheep. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same, friend. Same, 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 pretty much, yeah. And this film, uh, a New Zealand sheep would be... Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. I, I mean, most of the film, I was just like, God, it's beautiful in New Zealand. Why haven't I been there yet? <laughs> that was they, they most of it, what I felt. They put it so far away is the mm. problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did that, but it's so It was really away. rude of them, really. An English-speaking really country that far away? Fucking... I know, right? Oh, How dare they? I mean, How? America's far enough. Never mind fucking New Zealand. Screw that. No, know, thank right? you. Absolutely not. And I feel That's like going to be they... my review for Black Sheep <laughs> 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Way too far away. <laughs> um, lots of Tumen, uh, all but one of whom are Tumen because of the Hobbit. So I guess they really did just use every New Zealand person in that movie. That's just how that happens in New Zealand. We need ten thousand extras. All right, I'll round up the population Everyone. of New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, but one one guy was in the Meg. Um, so oh. yeah. I guess Gosh. a New Zealander snuck onto the set there. Unsavaged by Ruby Rose, which is uh, a real oversight on her part. She must have been distracted by the sheer power of the stove. <laughs> Who isn't? I know, right? <laughs> Black Sheep has 5.8 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, possibly our highest score, uh, and 79% on Google because it's mad. <laughs> so, Helen, you bastard. <laughs> What's one thing about Black Sheep that had you fearing that one day this was going to happen? As in, why did I pick it? Yes, please. Well, <laughs> sorry. So... I always forget that that question is just nonsense from me. <laughs> yeah, I, luckily I listen to the podcast and can interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, the reason I picked it was because uh, this is a weird reason, actually. I was in a beer garden in brussels and someone oh, yeah. behind me was talking about it and i thought that sounds like something that would be on what good thing so uh i messaged you to be fair that is accurate 
I mean, you know, that, and that is because I hadn't watched it until, you know, I watched it for this because I was like, well, I, I've heard of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And then I was like, I, you know, actually, that sounds great. I want to watch that and might as well, you know, watch it for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad that worked out because the last time somebody I know took a recommendation from someone in a pub, it was the mystery movie marathon that I run with some friends. And somebody decided to take a recommendation for a film they had never seen before and recommended Ted Post's 1973 film, The Baby, which is about a woman who is called as a care worker out to look after a baby. And it turns out to be a full grown man who has been convinced that he has a baby by his family. It was a weird 90 minutes. That sounds awful. (laughs) That sounds unpleasant, if anything. It was a very bizarre experience in which basically we're all just sat there going what the fuck is this <laughs> i do however want to specify this was not a recommendation i oh, true. heard someone else <laughs> talking this about is it. the first um i think person who's brought an eavesdrop to the podcast <laughs> i'm just really nosy and they were having an interesting conversation and that dude sounded funny so you know well I was like, well, think, probably he knows. <laughs> he seems to have good taste, so yeah, fair play to my him. opinion on this. Fair play um, to that man I don't know the name of. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go through the uh, the the sort of the plot of uh, of black sheep, such as it is. Yeah. So we start with what is presumably the capital of New Zealand. It's a big field of sheep in it, <laughs> and uh, we're introduced to the household with two young Timmies, um, a dad, a ma, and loads of sheep. That's the New Zealand nuclear family. Mm-hmm. Um, old, the older of the Timmies is uh, harmlessly harassing the young one with the carcass of his favourite sheep which he's just killed <laughs> when they're interrupted by tragedy uh, which we don't get specified we just cut to little Timmy all grown up looking to me like a cross between a long Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. and a pouty Johnny Lee Miller yes So I just long... think he looks like if Again, I'm going back to the Nazis, and I think that's a problem with me right now. Uh, he looks like if a Nazi fucked a sheep and then they had a child. <laughs> if I'm being honest, that's how my brain, brain interpreted his face. And um, is that not how New Zealand happened? <laughs> Sociology? Take that how you will. Um, he was quite good looking, though, actually. So, you know, I feel like you know, not, yeah. Yeah, he was all right. You know, I probably <laughs> that's, would. That says, uh, that says a lot, I think, about... Where you're coming from. Yeah, halfway between a Nazi and a sheep, so pretty hot. Yeah, he's alright. <laughs> pretty attractive. I think I might stick to Long Longden Knee Miller. That's what I'm going with. I think that might be where you should go. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than Bar Hitler or something. <laughs> I don't know, that's much more memorable, unfortunately. But we should probably still Probably not. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, Longdon is heading home in order to uh, sell off his half of the sheep farm because he's terrified of sheep. That's probably a good idea. That's why I don't own that social interaction farm anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of logic to that. <laughs> Got to get away from it. Got to get it out of your life. <laughs> That's why I don't own, uh, own anything affiliated with ladybirds, including the books. <laughs> <laughs> you got rid of that ladybird factory. <laughs> Haven't you ever wondered who paints them all? <laughs> So, yes, uh, his older brother, uh, who I think now looks like the British-Australian comedian Adam Hills. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah, fair play. He is a big shot now. Big shot man with big plans for the farm that involve the evil scientist, Elsa, Sheepwolf of the SS. That's an obscure (laughs) reference. But we got Nazis back. (laughs) Nazis! Yay, Nazis! Yatsi! It's a Nazi! (laughs) (laughs) Yatsi Nazis. I hope you're all playing along at home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But two activists are hoping to disrupt the plan and the transportation of a genetically engineered super sheep. And they steal a vial of gunk. And uh, the guy, the guy of the activists, he does the thing that I do in stealth missions, which is to just try and <laughs> get to the over. objective as quickly as possible, hoping <laughs> you get lucky and then run away. <laughs> Same. I was never very good at Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> if you just do it quick, no one will notice. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, he gets the gunk, but he drops it. And we find out what's inside. <gasps> it's lamb chop gone feral. Ominous. Yeah. Very freaky looking thing, that thing. Do we ever... That, that thing doesn't grow up and become like the big bad, does he? He just kind of... No, he just sort of wanders around the fields going... Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, after <laughs> he bites... Hero's journey. <laughs> after he bites the other sheep, he disappears, right? Yeah, we don't, I don't think we see him again. Oh, how weird. Anyway, he bites um, the sort of guy hippie. And... Um, then a sheep and so now 
it's all, all everything's gone to hell because you get bitten by one of these things, turn into a sheep. And yeah. if a sheep gets bitten by one of these things, because a bad sheep. Yeah, it's a rough time. It's a rough time. It's in difficult. New Zealand. Um, oh, back at the farm, uh, the mother is like, oh, your father wanted you to have this MacGuffin. Try to remember to use it by the end of the film. And it's a pair of golden shears. So Is she the mother? I thought she was just some yeah. random because like when an he aunt com- or something. That's the thing. When he comes in, she's, uh, he's like, oh, hello, Mrs. Whatever the yeah. name is. Yeah. So I feel like she's just like a farmhand who is like a surrogate mother almost. Yeah. Like, it's like the kind of, you know, nanny scenario. Like a Mrs. Doyle figure. Yeah, a Mrs. Uh, Doyle figure, if you will. I think I think that's fair. So a sh- also here is a shaggy looking chap. And our hero turns and says, hello, Tugger. And I, oh, I thought Tugger was the name of one of the dogs. Did the <laughs> dog grow up into this man? <laughs> You do see, you do actually see him in the starting sequence. To be fair, he's just he flashes oh, yes, by he's... on one of those little bike, the uh, not bikes, yeah. you know, the little things, the zoomy <laughs> things. I'm still going with the idea that the dog grew up into a man. So Rover the man <laughs> and Longdon uh, go up to the side of to uh, the site of the accident that claimed the father, uh, only to find that uh, one of the sheep has been bitten by the evil thing. Uh-oh. And um, oh, they don't find that yet. Um, they find activist lady. Uh, no, she looks like Naomi Watts, so I'm gonna call her Naomi Knotts. I thought Naomi Watts as well. Yeah. There we go. She also wanted to be someone else, but it drove me mad. I couldn't put my finger on it. So, she just yeah. looked like a more boring version of Naomi Watts. She looked like Naomi <laughs> Watts with none of the actual interesting facial features. <laughs> She's got. There's a lot of interesting sights to see on it, uh, Naomi Watts' face, and I urge you all to go and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long can... journey, but you know you'll you'll appreciate it when you get there. But you can't Unlike do it all in one day. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh yes, Naomi Knotts. She shows up, briefly takes them hostage, and then sort of joins them. Um, as, yeah, they wander around. Our main guy um, says, is this going to take long? I've got a recurring joke waiting back at the farm because he's booked a taxi out there, which I really thought would come up again at the very end. Well, you know, yeah. like a post-credit sequence to show that the taxi's still running. Actually, I didn't wait till after the credits, so maybe it is there. Find yeah, out for yourself. Nor did fans. I, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna have a lot of uh, Twitter things. People saying, "How dare you? You missed the fantastic post-credit scene of taxis." <laughs> the funniest sequence. They already did the cab running through the whole movie joke in Airplane Two. Masterful, masterful spoof movie, Airplane oh, yeah, Two. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. Uh, so yes, they uh, they find the sort of the shack of a friend of the, theirs, theirs, in a uh, sort of Tremors style building of uh, peril, and uh, inside, yeah, there's a there's an evil sheep. Mm-hmm. Tries to attack them. He does and... a here's Johnny. Yes, uh, he does. The sheep version. <laughs> or you just shove your face through a door. <laughs> Excellent. And once again, no it doesn't needed. work very well. Don't yeah. shove bits of you through the door you're trying to break down, folks. <laughs> it's the first thing they teach you in police school. Yeah. So, yeah, the sheep gets shot in the head twice is what it takes. <laughs> um, and they do a bird style exit. Uh, and they, it looks like they're about to get away, but what are the sheep bloody Indiana Jones's way into the van? Motherfucker. He attacks Rover the man and bites his foot and then leads into a terrible, excellent car crash. It, the the fact that they bothered to put, like, presumably a fake sheep yeah. in the front of that car it's is, so good. It is joyous around. to me. <laughs> it's wonderful. Just the amount of time they had to just have a great big fake sheep is something to really appreciate about this film. So delightful. Very really much enjoyed is. that scene. Ah. <laughs> So yes, it's a race across country as they try to get back to the farm uh, uh, across the beautiful, stunning New Zealand landscapes uh, before the sheep do. So also, a zombie hippie dude is stumbling around and comes across Adam Hills. And there's a fracas that leads to him getting bit. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Goodness me. How rude. On this, his important presentation of the sheep he fucked into existence. (laughs) Proud day in any New Zealand man's life. Love that. That's a key plot point. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Albert Wesker of this world, and it's very fun to imagine that Albert Wesker created all the Resident Evil things by just fucking various just stuff. Fucking just fucking them. Just yeah. fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, also, the man who got bitten, Rover, Rover the man, who, mm-hmm. you know, who got bitten on the foot, he's becoming Rover the sheep. He's got, oh! a, foot. He's got a sheep foot. He's a sheep dog. <laughs> oh, no. He's a sheep dog now. Um, <laughs> they stumble across the lab, um, and there's a standoff, you know, with the family. Uh, and then, yeah, big argument. Rover the man gets tranked, and they all fall into the awful pit, just like my family at Christmas. Yep. Yeah. 
<sighs> oh, don't need to go he... into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's normal, fine normal British Christmas thing. <laughs> <laughs> into the awful pit, everyone. Oh. Yeah, Craig was very uh, thrown off the first first Christmas he had with us by the awful pit. It was very surprising to him. <laughs> But now he's into it. Now he's no. Now he's like bit. he's rolling around in there. You know, he's so. <laughs> Is it the awful pit it? time? No, not until after the mince pies. God damn! Give us ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let the food process um, first. Yeah, um. exactly. Don't, oh god! Last thing you want is indigestion in the awful pit. I know. Yeah, worst time. <laughs> um, hippie guy is now a sheep man. Um, whilst oh yes, okay. So hippie guy is now a total sheepman. And Rover has become a sort of were-sheep that can... Uh, that I think... I don't re- understand that what's happening is that he's being cured by Elsa when he gets, like, the weird sheep spunk style. Yeah, I assume she was making him. him more sheep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she she's actually cured him. So now there's a, there's a cure for being made a sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then uh, our heroes, yeah, do have an interaction. They get out of the awful pit, which apparently leads into a very complex network of um, sewer <laughs> systems. Which, okay. <laughs> okay. Gotta go somewhere. Um, and then, yes, they have an interaction with the old hippie guy who's now a full-on sheep and they have a bit of a fight. And then the sheep attack the presentation, causing an absolute ruckus. Can I can I ask a question of you, actually, as a film uh-huh. person? It's been oh, annoying yes. me since I watched Black Sheep, <laughs> which was only 24 hours ago. Um, <laughs> the sheep coming over the hill. What film... Yeah. Is that's reference? I'm sure that's referencing something, or it reminds <laughs> me of something. And it, it, it like there's a, a a big swell of music and a load of uh, massive. Yeah. Oh, I fucking know what it is. It's Lion King. Oh, it's the Lion King. Yes, the gazelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. very Sorry, good. It just in my head, I was like, what, f- <laughs> what fucking film is that? But I've got it now. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, I was just going full Lord of the Rings, but that was because um, I mean, of yeah, the, too, the be beautiful New Zealand scenery and the fact that Richard Taylor was uh, visible in most sequences, sort of just holding puppets just off screen. <laughs> <laughs> For Black Sheep, we had to completely redesign the process of sheep puppetry. <laughs> Lamb chop wasn't going to cut it this time. <laughs> I, I love the idea that someone's gone into the minutiae of making um, sheep puppets. Like, it, just the thought of that is really heartwarming for some reason. I can, I can guarantee you somebody's done a dissertation on it. Oh, I went yeah. now that I've seen a few dissertation presentations. If you can think of it, somebody has done a present uh, their entire dissertation on it. And sheep puppets. Oh god, yeah, probably at least three peer yeah. reviewed. I had a friend who did a um, entire, I think it was a PhD on uh, pubic hair in classical Greek uh, literature and art. Love it, absolutely love that. It's a fucking thing. That's the thing that happened. When you say friend, it was Jen, wasn't it? <laughs> I wish <laughs> it, it was were. Jen. Probably Jen. Probably Jen listeners. Does so, seem like Jen vibes. <laughs> get in touch with Jen. Find out. She'll send it to you. Uh, in fact, uh, don't even add the contest. Just ask her what she thinks of Greek uh, ancient pubic hair. She'll she'll fill you in. So, uh, well, more we? ways oh. than one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yes, with the presentation attacked, our heroes finally make it home. I say heroes. Rover the man sheep is uh, still out there, but um, what did I call her? Naomi Knotts and um, Longdon. They're back at the house now with um, Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> The hippie sheep attacks them in the house. Don't forget the MacGuffin. Oh, a kebab skewer. Okay. That's fine. Well, keep it on you. Use it by the end of the movie. God damn it. <laughs> the mint sauce was the bit of that that really... Oh, really that was me. fucking stunning. No, that's Brill- getting... That's brilliantly quick done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, it's very good. Um, but yeah, now they're besieged by evil sheep and mutated people sheep. Terrible, terrible state of affairs. Shit. And uh, Adam Hills is in the house, so they have a bit of an awkward brother interaction, which ends with him wandering off to be with his violent mates. Very familiar. Very familiar <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they decide Longdon can make a crawl for it, beca- uh, pretending to be a sheep. And it actually goes really well, even after the skin falls off, because, you know, sheep, they're okay with self-identification, as you all should be. Uh-huh. Perfectly people, reasonable. People know themselves better than you do. Yeah. Come and on. he knows he's a sheep. He knows he's a sheep. He's not a tree, he's not a man, he's a fucking sheep, mate. <laughs> he's a fucking sheep. I'm not a tree, I'm a fucking sheep. No. Okay. <laughs> so yes, there's a lot we can learn from them. Uh, he has a fight with his brother in the barn. Again, just very British Christmas <laughs> vibes. <laughs> go, go to the shed, have a fight with your brother. A lot uh, of relatable stuff there. <laughs> and actually, this was masterfully uh, forboded? Forbade? Forbidden? 
foreboden uh, earlier when <laughs> foreboden when they fought as children and he was wearing a sheepskin. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's cinema. That's how cinema do. That's the beauty of cinema. That's the cyclical nature of cinema. <laughs> you, you you won't find that kind of foreboding anywhere other than uh, either cinema or an episode of Seinfeld. Yes. So. It's, it's, it's a gorgeous thing. So, speaking of Forbidden, uh, he uses the <laughs> MacGuffin that his father left to him to stab his brother. Uh, nice. Probably not what he hoped uh, it would be used for. <laughs> Don't stab your brother with this, he specifically said. <laughs> sure he did at some point. I mean, if you're working <laughs> on a farm. <laughs> yeah. Try not to use my, my incredibly sharp golden shears award to just gouge your brother's eyes out. Yep. Oh, okay. I was going to, but place. okay, I guess. I'm away from this place. So, yeah, only it made him stronger. Uh oh. Luckily, Rover the Sheepman shows up with an artificial insemination uh, injector full of cure. So it's all going to be fine eventually. Um, Oh, and Adam Driver gets his dick bitten off. (laughs) Adam Driver? (laughs) (laughs) Unrelated. I feel like that was a Freudian slip somehow, and I don't know quite know how, but I think it might have been. (laughs) Completely outside of the scope of this movie, Adam Driver gets his dick bitten off by a sheep. There's a brief cutaway. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam Hills gets all of him bitten off. Bitten right off of him. That's Uh, a very stretchy dick he's got there as well. He's got rather... Hey. It's it's elastic, is what that is. The human dick can take all sorts of abuse. Trust me. (laughs) I know. You've tried. So, So, oh, they're all farting, though, once again. Masterfully Phobotol earlier. (laughs) Phobotol. Yeah. (laughs) So they blow up the farting sheep with the with the lighter, and it all ends happily ever after. Um, but, oh no, sheepdog! Watch out for the sequel, folks. Oh man, hoisted on their own perfarts. Funny <laughs> 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 we didn't fart so much, lads. They say as they die. <laughs> but yes, the beloved dog who we haven't mentioned, but is a very good boy and has been throughout it's the a entire. Very film. good boy. Very good boy. There was boy. a moment where they were gathered on a cliff. And it was like the three of them are there in the foreground, but there's a shadow, a long shadow being cast in the background. And I'm like, oh, is that a member of the crew? Is that Richard uh, Adams, whatever his name was, <laughs> Richard Taylor in the background? But no, it was the shadow of the dog who was also sat there. <laughs> oh. what, a, what a long shadow that dog casts. Yep. Oh, over the whole film, the dog acting. <laughs> um, honestly, the sheep acting as well. I mean, oh, God, yeah. Fuck, it's it's stunning. There's a moment where. Acting. There was a moment where. I think she opens the door. That's it. They're leaving the cabin and there are multiple sheep out there. Mm-hmm. And three of them like stop what they're doing and turn to look at her. And it's very good. <laughs> it, I, you got, you have to imagine as well, a lot of the sheep acting, you know, there's prompts for them. Obviously they're going to do weird and frightening yeah. things to them or whatever. But yeah. a lot of it just feels like it's just me reading things onto the sheep because they're just such unexpressive yeah. ca- um, like creatures. Yes. That's what's so great <laughs> about having them in this context. Because, yeah, I think it's a fabulous premise, this. The idea of something as innocuous and cute-looking as sheep going evil. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun to see that delivered in such a straight sort of... Straight face, but with obvious sort of comedy that doesn't feel awkward or intrusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, for the most part, take the fret seriously. Um, and then it's the humans that are sort of the funny thing. Very much like, because, oh my God, the number of comparisons to Shaun of the Dead I saw in new yes! reviews of this. Yes! It's ridiculous. Shaun like, of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, honestly, I felt felt like there was vibes of both just because of the tone. There of was, it. but like, you'd think that Shaun of the Dead was like the only horror comedy for how people are going on to comparing <laughs> the two. Because although vibes, yes, but that's, you know, the, the tone is so different and it's so New Zealand. You know, it's it such is. a. It's understated. Yeah, sort of, understated is exactly what it is and yeah yeah, i think that really works for this premise and for sort of mixing the horror and the comedy i think what helped actually is that the main character is afraid of sheep before they become like yeah a feature of horror so that you know he's already afraid of sheep so then it becomes more do you know what i mean it works i don't know it flows better somehow i don't know that was a smart choice i think i felt (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, the the human stuff is fine. Like, the, the, the characters are endearing because they're funny, because it's a funny script. In terms of, like, the emotional journeys of them or the sort of hang-ups and things they have to move past, it's fine. It's functional. Um, 
I do find that there is a there's a lag that there's a uh, a lull rather. Mm-hmm. I think after the central threesome is split up, yeah, when one of them is captured and they fall into the awful pit. For me, the movie kind of started to drag a little up until the sheep rampage and the oh sort of, yeah, because it's at that point where there's no new premises to introduce prem, uh, like premises to introduce. It sounds like premises. <laughs> <laughs> Premises. Premises? You know you know the premise of the movie and the many others? No more of those. <laughs> they, they've introduced them all. They've introduced the idea of sheep have gone evil. They can spread themselves, you know, their virus from one to another. Mm-hmm. There are mutant sheep that might have been some, you know, in some, uh, what do you call it, bestiality involved. All of the concepts that are kind of funny have been introduced and kind of a bit stayed by now and so yeah. until the big sheep swarm and massacre yeah, there's sheep just battle. yeah the sheep battle there's there's a period of time there where nothing new is getting introduced and the characters aren't quite you know spot uh kind of cracking as they were a moment ago when there were three of them together because that dynamic was quite good mm-hmm. so there's a bit of a lull uh, which is uh because of some weaknesses in the human side of things but overall it's a lot of fun yeah yeah, I thought I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, <laughs> when you recommend, well, I, when I say recommend, I very rarely actually recommend any of these things, but you know, like. <laughs> you do. You don't have to, like, piggyback. Other... I, just, I just go, someone else has said this is good. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's because I don't want it to be something I've seen already, usually, I think, is That's the true. reasoning. Apart from ah. the first one, Devil, but, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but you learned from that. <laughs> I like, yeah. I like to come fresh to them, it seems like. Yeah. Um,. Well, it's worked out so far. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It it it, it felt really because um, you know a lot of the some of the sort of shit films or whatever that you watch feel really uh, like you know cynical. Yeah, and this did oh, not feel yeah. cynical to me. Not at all. It felt very sweet and sort of not sweet, but you know, like yeah, like like yeah. they just wanted to do a film about sheep zombies and that was you know that was what they set out to do and that's what they did <laughs> yeah absolutely and i feel like compare this to poo blood and honey that we we did a few weeks ago mm. which is such a cynical enterprise because they basically came up with a sort of clickbait premise and yeah. put no effort into the film at all yeah this movie is a clickbait premise you know what if sheep went evil you could so easily just sell an absolutely cynical nothing mm-hmm. kind of movie with this with like cheap special effects and no characters and just you know hiding itself behind a fin uh, a veneer of sort of ironic comedy in order to try and defend its being rubbish they don't do that they don't do that at all they tell a sincere story that feels that feels like it's come from somewhere real and is genuinely entertaining (laughs) i get that i I don't know i just get the feeling that the person who made it was just like i you know there's a lot of sheep in new zealand and it would be horrifying if they became zombies (laughs) and then we're just like yeah actually you know what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because there is something a little bit they're very cute and quite endearing sheep mm-hmm. but there is something a little sinister they've got like the goat thing going on with those big yeah, yellow eyes, those eyes and the vacant stare yeah and the human-esque mouth yeah like there's something a bit sinister and i think they they do manage to extract all of the horror you could possibly get from a sheep <laughs> <laughs> true that i had i had a dog once who was uh definitely afraid of sheep but oh. because she'd once gone tried to go attack some sheep uh, yeah. and run into an electric fence and uh, she then thought sheep were electric. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, you can't really question the logic of a dog. You know, your dog, your dog did dream. Your dog dreamt of, of electric, electric sheep. sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and they were nightmares. <laughs> no. Well, that's that question settled. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't think of too much else to say. I just thought it was a very eff- effective. Yeah. You know, and I think it would work really well in like a marathon of monster movies. In yeah. particular, it could be a really great like last entry. Like you've done like a couple of like, you know, really genuinely affecting and kind of creepy monster movies. This would be a great one to like end the to night sort of, on. Yeah, get everyone on a happy, happier note sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a really effective horror comedy in as much as... You know, the horror works quite well because some of the grisly effects are really good. And, yeah. you know, there's a couple of startling moments, particularly early on. Um, you know, I remember feeling a lot of empathy for the sheep when I was like, no, don't get bitten. Yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Again, I genuinely thought, I, I, you know, it sounds like I'm kidding, but some of the sheep acting was very good. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> the I wrote down, 
<laughs> literally that's some fabulous sheep acting from the sheep sniffing the creepy lamb <laughs> yeah yeah they, they yeah they must have done something i've put in because... brackets not seen that kind of sheep acting since babe <laughs> <laughs> george miller laid down the standard for this an australian oh, man you see yeah. there's something going on on that continent that About means that you just sheep. get yeah you, know, you, you just, just understand sheep. sheep yeah you just understand yeah. sheep in a way that we none of us can no apart from maybe the welsh not. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> um, speaking of which, this is this is all bringing to mind like quick fires. So let's let's okay. get into them Sorry. because I have quite a few. Oh yeah, I've got like a a, a nice long list. <laughs> quick fire. We'll just take for granted my first one, which is beautiful opening shots. New Zealand is very nice. Just that for the whole movie. Fucking just, same. Goddamn New, yeah. and New Zealand is pretty is what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful and so unique and just you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stunning, yeah. And I, in particular, I love the fact that there's a bit near the cliff where it's like all the way through the movie, it's not unrecognizable to like the landscapes of like you know Yorkshire or you know pl- you know rural parts of England of just rolling hills mm-hmm. and you know verdancy and sheep. Then they go to the water and it's sparkling blue azure seas and it's like fucking hell. It's like if Yorkshire had like nice coastline. <laughs> yeah, it was by the, it's like in the Bahamas. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sad times to be Mountains British. and gorgeous water, damn. God damn. <laughs> um I quite like that they the young the the young person they had to play the brother the Angus, the brother. They made oh, yeah. they, he was limpy. Yes. <laughs> like, yes he, he must was limpy. be bad, he's limpy. <laughs> <laughs> it's proper Disney movie logic. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> There's something wrong with this person. He's got an injury. Ew. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when the young brother is introduced back in, all of the sheep surrounding his car, the taxi that he's yeah. in, it's great. And it's like they're they're real sheep. They're really packed in that close to the car. <laughs> they seem mildly annoyed by it. Nobody's in charge of them, and it's just an absolutely <laughs> hilarious way to establish that our main character is now afraid of sheep. <laughs> also, I did relate to that because sometimes you drive down those country roads where they just let sheep oh, yeah. w- cross around the road, and you're like, well, okay, we're gonna it's another hour <laughs> added onto our journey for the sheep. <laughs> Fucking sheep. <laughs> Particularly visiting my cousins in Buxton, it's just like an hour, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> sheep crossing the road yeah <laughs> <laughs> so relatable to me <laughs> um uh, i like the line from uh mrs doyle of um oh don't worry i haven't shot anyone since christmas <laughs> yeah it's great as if that's a thing she does every christmas it's like oh yeah. you know christmas i go out out for a special treat and shoot someone <laughs> very good <laughs> immediately also, like, endeared me to her <laughs> also like that the line is don't worry i haven't shot anyone since christmas yeah. as if established that's a really good record for her we don't <laughs> know that when she's this gotten is, her but... bloodlust out worked out <laughs> that's true we don't know when this is this could be february <laughs> could be really it could be a week since christmas who's to fucking say <laughs> i don't know what a quick, new zealand looks a like qu- that time of year <laughs> He has a quick look over to a Christmas tree that's still up. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Or some of the sheeps with the, the extra horns have like little uh, ornaments on them. That'd be nice. You've got to decorate your sheep at Christmas, folks. It's Christmas for them, too. Yeah, I think that's important. I like that he's using a Motorola razor. That's, uh, that's a blast in the past. <laughs> Isn't I used to this have a phone. Almost, that, I think that actually might be the same note you gave in Devil. <laughs> Really? Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me these films that allow me to recollect with fondness the Motorola Razor I used to own. <laughs> that is a quite really the, weird connecting factor. <laughs> quite the playlist for um for Letterbox movies with Motorola Razors in them. I mean, we can start writing that list, you know, why not? <laughs> it's two entries so We're far. here now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So, I like I like when the hippie goes to get the the huh? big thing of goo, 
Yeah. And then, like, the head scientist is like, oh, go get him. And it's all these really nerdy, (laughs) (laughs) non-threatening-looking dudes chasing after him. You're like, I'm not even sure they could take him, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And he's a weak-looking hippie dude. Like, (laughs) I love that. It's amazing. And it it makes explicable why they keep managing to get away later on. It's just like, fucking scientists. None of these guys know what they're doing. (laughs) They don't know what's happening. And I can just imagine if that ever was, if it was ever a sort of actual scene where they actually caught him they'd all just be like we've caught you now i don't really know what to do with you (laughs) give up (laughs) Uh, um not long after that he meets back up with uh his uh his sort of um colleague and is like um she's like do you remember the fourth step the fourth step in this plan and he says something and she's like no the fourth step was to have a meeting about what's going to happen next (laughs) about what to do next oh that's (laughs) that's great that's so left wing as well it's distressingly it's distressingly (laughs) left wing it's like no we then have to have a full meeting nothing can get done (laughs) i just love the idea that uh, presumably at some previous meeting the plan was all right we shall meet again to discuss what to do next on the day. <laughs> oh god. Uh. Um your turn or my turn? Your turn. Okay. Um yeah, the I like the well this is this kind of feeds into another thing later, but the stretchy ear and the stretchy yeah, penis. Yeah, that's my next one. Stre- the, the stretchiness of that is very satisfying yeah. to me even though it's so it's so unrealistic. But you don't really <laughs> want it to be. You just want to see all that fun stretchy stuff. Yeah, and just the resulting gore associated yeah. with the ear in particular, of it just sort of tearing, and it was just, it really, you know, it got a reaction yeah. <laughs> out of out of it, just like, ugh. Ooh. Don't, I don't uh. know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Um, I love the bit where, um, what's his actual name, the friend character? Uh, I called him uh, Rover. Tucker. But Tucker, that's it. He's, um, I can't remember, she comes up, and he's trying to haul a sheep out of the road, and he's just kind of, <laughs> holding it with its like <laughs> arms up like really and he's just kind of awkwardly hung there like Meh. and she just says she comes up and she produces the rifle and he says do you want me to put my hands up and she's like yeah and he just kind of drops it and just walks away <laughs> it it looks like how you hold uh, a, an angry toddler yeah but <laughs> just, just the sheep the just arms. not just the sheep not minding it at all not struggling to get away just <laughs> well, I'm here now and then when he's dropped he's just like alright Okay, I'll go over some grass over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next favorite bit is the the most unlikely film quote, in my opinion, in um, mm. because it's not weird; it's just an yeah. insane thing to be in a film. Um, it's an exciting time to be in the agricultural sciences. <laughs> it's an exciting time to be in the agricultural sciences. There were a couple of lines like that that were very fun. <laughs> oh God. Um, I love that there's a moment where she's ho- she's got them at rifle point and um, he's saying that the safety's on and he's trying to explain where it is and not able to find it. Uh, he asks, he sort of takes the gun off of her and then takes the safety off and then goes to hand it back. And I'm very, um, um, like the joke makes sense to me that he would take the safety off and give it back to yeah. her. So when he says, here you go. And I say, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. And he keeps it himself. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you right. <laughs> First of all, really surprised me that he did that, but also the casual way of doing it, just disarming <laughs> your hostage taker, was very amusing to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like the yeah right bit of it as well. That's yeah. very that felt very New Zealand to me. It's right, just like, it, it felt yeah, right. very endearing. Yeah, it was charming. <laughs> it was extremely charming. Um, uh, similar actually is the the line where she's like, "Oh, you have a very selfish aura," and he goes, "What?" Yeah. And it's just it, his <laughs> delivery, like the genuine offense in his voice when he delivers yeah. that line. Just a little what is like, oh, it's, amazing. it's really good. It's very, very and well we, delivered. And can we also say that for the female lead in a horror movie or in a monster movie, it would be so easy to, to make her the straight woman. Like the, the one with the moral conscience, the yeah. one who, you know, c- tries to compel everyone to action when the, the guys around her are sort of funny and don't want to do it. The fact that they gave her a character that decided she's like this new age person who yeah. like complains about cheese and auras and you know does this other stuff just made her like ma- gave her funny stuff to do yeah is yeah that's very rarely, satisfying very satisfying rarely done enough now let alone 2006 so good on them for that <laughs> and yeah. she's really great she has some really funny line deliveries yeah yeah the feng shui in this room is terrible for example yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what 
the feng shui in this room is terrible. <laughs> really good. good stuff. Really good. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. And speaking of great lines, I really love his whole... Um, what is wrong with you? Ovinophobia, my therapist calls it. Well, what's that? Just a completely unfounded and irrational fear that one day this is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Really perfect. <laughs> I like the line from uh, Tucker where he's like, "Come on, then mutton chops." When he's shooting the sheep. Come on, then mutton chops. <laughs> so it's a throwaway line as well. They've not. They didn't highlight it. I just really appreciate. No, I it. missed that. That's great. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Love the truck crashing. Thought it looked great. Stunning, like you said, there's a beautiful. there's a stuffed sheep in there, but also just watching this truck get just completely compressed and trashed without blowing up yeah. was really good. Yeah. It was the sheep driving as well. And it, like the yeah. <laughs> couple oh, of shots yeah, of it actually was... driving was, was very beautiful as well. I yeah, very that. funny. Because it was definitely it was an actual sheep that just put behind a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> just no reaction from the sheep either, you know, just like <laughs> the dead eyes of a sheep. Um, <laughs> um yeah my my next really good thing was um <laughs> she's like you're still leaving and he's like i'm especially leaving <laughs> then i get as far away from here as i can you're still leaving i'm especially leaving i miss that as well that's uh, very good uh, absolutely completely agree with this man <laughs> yeah that's fair um Oh, okay, I really like when the scientist guy is getting taken out. He's just dumped off some offal and then he gets killed by sheep. Yeah. Um, I think he's had a bit of an interaction with one of them that's bitten him a bit and there's been a bit of fun. And then when he's taken out of scene, a sheep just like flies at him from left and you just hear yes. a... And then a fud and then he's out of scene and then cut. That only happens twice in the film as well. Yes. And at both with times Elsa I absolutely well. fucking corpsed it. Like, I was so glad I wasn't funny. drinking anything because I would have spit taked everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny that the sheep could suddenly just like soar through the air. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> Truly beautiful uh, shots. Yeah. Um, very good. <laughs> uh... The bit with the with the sheep in the lab where it's like cut in half and it's still alive and the heart. Oh, beat. that's horrible! Yeah, so grim. But I thought that was really yeah. good effects because it really grossed yeah. me out. Like I was like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely impressive. I'm horrified. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. So I'll be in my dreams later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that whole again going back to Mengler. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the idea of sort of living vivisect. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, no, not good. Very grim stuff. Uh, sad, sad face. <laughs> Sad face to sad. that. <laughs> sad. Hey, guys, Nazis, crying emoji. Crying emoji. Sad face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then ninja emoji, perhaps. <laughs> Never again emoji? What does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> the one that looks like a poop. Um, <laughs> oh, so speaking of great effects work, there were quite often some really good evil sheep puppets. Clearly, like, like hand things. Or just things, yeah. whatever they. There's a detail shot of them, like, trying to grab at the fence or... Mm -hmm. You know, trying to or like goring our main characters, like getting the neck or something. Those puppets look great. Like you can see that, like if you, if you pay, if you if you're concentrating on it, you can see that they're puppets. But they're they're fairly convincing, oh, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like you wouldn't oh, be yeah. if you weren't paying attention. You might be like, how do they get a sheep to do that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you see, they might not look like real sheep, but they look like great puppets. <laughs> yeah, they're really good puppets. <laughs> um, enjoyed the aromatherapy candle in the offal hole. Yeah, why not? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, good times. Um, Love that. I'm glad that also <laughs> that came into the story to some extent because they had to use it to light the way. Yeah, but, like it wasn't just like oh she's just being a fucking well she was being a dick but like it was useful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was a plot point. <laughs> it's very good. Uh -huh. Um, oh another gross bit is uh, taking a swab from uh, oh Adam yeah Hill's wound in his hand when she does it in such a clumsy horrible way where she's just dragging the swab like down the wound and like scooping up a big bit of the gunk oh it's, it's so really gross. gross deeply gross so gross I feel yeah. like we don't go back to it like it's just a thing that happens and yeah. then we don't yeah. you know she dies and we're like well okay <laughs> yeah and he becomes a man sheep man sheep sheep man, man sheep sheep man a bastard if you will <gasps> bastard that is also one of my quick fires is it it's such a cute little giveaway that he's becoming a sheep <laughs> is that he says that guy's such a bastard here is money good money my money little bastard and then he like looks 
really cute and i love the like one-off things yeah that come up and then don't come up again and the, the highlight of that was of course the mint sauce oh yeah which yeah, is yeah. stunning the mint guys sauce moment that it, it they he, they react to mint sauce like holy water <laughs> <laughs> so good but only in that one scene it's the funniest thing you do kind of wish you'd just start like at the end you'd have like a uh, what a holster full of mint sauce <laughs> <laughs> But it's just such a satisfying ending that they established the methane thing. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it is very satisfying, to be fair. Yeah. Um, let me see. What have I got? I've got like a full A4 pad of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a uh, lovely use of the Wilhelm scream when they get into the battle. Yes. Love that. Uh, yes, Always up, uh, to hear it. as blood sprays up a, uh, a car door, yep. you hear the Wilhelm scream. Nice. Good stuff. Very stunning. Um, oh, yeah. Just some great things happening in that scene. Honestly, that whole scene could be yeah. a, a, a good thing because the yeah the sheep flying into screen at the preacher very good. Yeah, uh, I think that's my last moment. one. I, I think it's my last big one. Is the entire kind of sheep attack really the sheep massacre? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, them appearing over the hill is stunning because it looks like they got real sheep to do that. They actually herded yeah. hundreds of sheep to come over, over that hill. Yeah. And then storming the place when it's just dumb, innocuous-looking sheep just wandering in. Yeah. Um, it reminds me, there have been a couple of attempts to make scary monster movies back in the early days into genuine horror movies. And the animals just look cute. Yeah. I mean, the most notable one is probably Cujo, the Stephen King mm. adaptation, where St. Bernard's are adorable. So Yeah, and they're just consistently adorable. Sorry. He just, looks, <laughs> he just looks like a cute, sad dog with jam on his face the whole movie. <laughs> and then there was... Was there Night of the Lupins where um, uh, rabbits are attacked? Oh, it might have been a night. The giant rabbits attack. So they did it by building a miniature town and just having the rabbits like hop along. Oh my god. That's, I need it's, to see that. That sounds adorable. I'm going to find out what that is, but it's so cute. But here, they lean into it. They lean into the idea that these things look really dopey and silly, but are actually like, terrifying. And yeah. the gore effects yeah, do a good job of delivering that so i think they do yeah. look terrifying in force coming over that hill as well that did they i think yeah. it looks very ominous and the color scheme they went with for the like them storming basically was yeah. very good um yeah yeah just nice the leapers sorry nice the leapers 1972 is the movie with the with the and, and, okay the image results one of them is just wallace and gromit curse of the were rabbit so. <laughs> another terrifying rabbit movie i mean truly truly horrifying um one of my one good things is the the uh-huh. the incidental the the music they put in to sort of go yeah, yeah. that stuff really reminded me of like early nineties kids horror movies or <laughs> horror horror you know like TV show stuff you know like uh, are you afraid yeah. of the dark the eyes about to say stuff. are you afraid of the dark yeah, yeah yeah it gave me it I, that's all I was hearing when I was listening to that and it was it was like <laughs> um or even you know uh. Uh, what is it? Going around the twist? Yeah, never thought oh, this. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Pro- was that program called Round Twist? It was. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, that was an Australian version, basically. Ah. Of Are you afraid of the dark? Um, oh. yeah. So it gave me those vibes, and that made me feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I am completely out. So, do you have any more? Uh, yes, I believe I do. Um, I think the sheep transformations of the people look really gnarly, like especially because they all start with the teeth. Um, oh yeah, it, I thought that was quite freaky looking. Um, and also, <laughs> I like the sheep medicine things. I think that that was a good touch. Oh god, that he yeah, just like yeah. shoved the sheep medicine. You know, like that's the thing they actually use for sheep is like a little pellet thing. I'm glad um, to hear it's medicine. I thought it might have been something else. <laughs> no, yeah, because that again to bring it back to Babe, they do use that in the Babe film. Like he's ah. when they give them medicine, they, they shove it in your mouth like that. Um, oh. So that's you know that's something you'd only know if you were aware of sheep husbandry, I guess. Um, <laughs> or watch Babe. <laughs> or watch Babe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also appreciated mountain oysters. I always appreciate mountain oysters, not in my mouth, like, but you know, I appreciate the, yeah. that they exist. <laughs> 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 I'm glad they exist for others. Yeah, I'm glad other people can and will enjoy the testicles of a creature. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna kill it. Might as well use balls. <laughs> yeah, as my old dad used to say. It's good to use every every part of the animal. My grandma used yeah. to eat um, sheep's brain. So. Ah, yes, I'm sure we've had sheep. Well, I mean, my mother's Scottish, so you know, haggis has been regularly, and that's pretty Scott. much everything that the butcher couldn't sell. Yeah, pretty much just ways. mushed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh dear. But yeah, I think that's I think that's my that's my whole Marvelous. list. Yeah, yeah, it's a great film. Loved it. Yeah, it's really good, guys. We highly recommend that you <laughs> check it out. Um, and to back that up further, we're going to check in with the OG team. <gasps> the OG team. The OG team, and they are kicking off. I've got quite a lot to read here. Oh my so. god. I know, right? Finally. What? This is the one? <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that finally woke the OG team from their from their slumber, from their Adam Sandler-induced slumber. <laughs> Mark Reed gets in touch on Patreon. The very, very best of people are in Patreon. Nice. And he says, I watched this just for you guys. A surprisingly earnest horror film, given its uh, slight dumb premise, very dumb premise um i like that it's got weird jurassic park vibes uh the main thing that lets yeah. us down is that not a drop of the comedy attempts hits at all oh i have to disagree there <laughs> i i found it very funny but you know it's a taste thing with comedy and i could see how if you're not into this kind of this kind of thing i can see how that would miss mm-hmm. uh anyway here's my oh except farts they're always funny uh, well, actually, it takes a very specific kind of fart joke to get me, but these ones I think worked yeah. because, again, they're all coming from really dumb-looking sheep. <laughs> Here are my good things: good practical effects and kills, definitely. Yes. Pretty great puppets for the sheep and wear sheep. Yes. Yep. Very much agree. A man froze his own leg. Yeah, that was <laughs> that such a is, sad I moment. I forgot about that bit. <laughs> it's such a sad moment because he's got a sheep coming after him and he's trying to throw things for the sheep to eat so he can get away and then he just picks up his leg and it's just like, oh, here. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. Chucks it with such yeah. a sad disaffection. <laughs> um, weird half-alive lab sheep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man being the worst kind of half-naked. You shouldn't be top with no, stri- with no stri- <laughs> strides he's put. But yes, yeah, top top down is very much the worst kind so of So it's the Winnie, the Winnie the Pooh nakedness. It's the Winnie that... He went full Winnie the Pooh. He did. Um... And taxi still waiting. Yeah, figured. <laughs> oh, lots of love, chaps. Yeah, lots of love to you, Mark Reed. Mwah. I very much appreciate you. And you're writing in. You're the best. <laughs> okay. Over on Facebook, which is now Meta, I think. Uh-oh. I'm trying to keep track of these things. Anyway. Jennifer Soans gets in touch to say... Oh, hello. Practical effects and puppetry gives the actors something to really work against instead of CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, the physicality of the performances remind one of Bruce Campbell. Very high praise. <laughs> Uh, the where sheep transformation progression is pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the zombie sheep fetus reminds me of a race ahead. Oh, agreed. Um, and what's this line she's put at the end? Hey, those salmon died free. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was something that the hippie said. Like, oh, let's not let, let this be like last time. And he's like, hey, those salmon died free. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I yeah, missed that. Well, that is a good line, to be fair. Very good line. <laughs> Okay, and then over on uh, X, knee Twitter. Ugh. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Bloke bu- Blokebusters podcast said, I've seen it, but I remember basically nothing as I watched it 11 years ago. Oh However, I just remember having the sense of, well, that was very cool every 15 minutes or so, which you don't very get uh, get very often with these films. Uh, they very much knew what they had and ran with it. Yeah. Ran with it. Oh. That's a different, different kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, yes, absolutely agreed. Yeah, that's that's about right. I'd say that that was what was carrying me along. Is every fifteen minutes something would happen to make you think that was very good, and then somewhere after that explosion, there's maybe about half an hour before yeah the next very good thing happens, which is yeah. a bit of a uh, shame. But you but, know, yeah, the good things make up for the pauses. Yeah, this is definitely like I, I think the Rotten Tomatoes score is about seventy six percent. I think that's about right. I think if I was scoring this, it would be like a three star, which for me means you know. As as good as uh, it really delivers on its premise. Yeah, yeah, it did you know. the thing, did the thing it yeah. wanted to do, and it did absolutely. it, you know, and in a way that was enjoyable. Absolutely, delivers really good a really good viewing experience for audiences, in particular in a cinema environment. I think this would be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, especially with the sheep flying yeah. into screen. I just feel like that would be oh, something God, yeah. much better on an oh. IMAX. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this deserves cinerama at the very least. <laughs> Uh, and finally, we have Real Feels Podcast, who gets in touch to say, Black Sheep is entirely underrated and one of the better creature features out there. It's clever and funny and something entirely new to the genre at the time. Good stuff. Thank you very much, yeah. I believe. Unless I'm very much mistaken, I think Real Feel Podcast might be new to uh, the OGT. Oh, so my. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Look at that. And thank you, OG team. Thank you, OG team. Thank you, OG team. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, do you have a one better thing? The one better thing. Uh, I don't 
know if I do, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. it, there was a lot of things... Yeah, tonally, there was some things it reminded me of, just because, you know, New Zealand reminds me of things. Yeah. Um, like what we do in the shadows, but I suppose that's completely different sort of vibes, but you know what I mean. Um, Still horror comedy yeah seems to be a bit comedy. of a, a strength out there also although it was australian housebound mm. it was also a horror comedy that was very mm, good i don't think i've seen that it's it yeah it's very funny um, um but yeah i don't know whether i do have a one better thing i mean yeah no i don't i have lots of similar things <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of mine too mine is also quite a similar thing but i do think it is also better um and that is in terms of horror comedy monster movies. If you've not seen Tremors, oh I yeah, I think that's oh, yeah. that's really the sort of core of the genre there, and a far more fitting compa- uh, sort of comparison than Shaun of the Dead, I would say. Yeah. Um, oh no, that's true. Yeah, it's a movie that takes its threat seriously, but also just has a lot of comedy tied up in its characters, who are kind of hapless and charming, and just can't get a break. And yeah, seeing them sort of use their ingenuity to try and get out of the situation is just a real joy. So I think yeah, another I think thing tremors. it reminded me of was um, Rubber, purely just because the the, oh, the horror yes. main character is so such an odd choice, but also yes. it is still manages to be threatening somehow. Yeah, absolutely. God, I haven't seen Rubber in ages. I seem to remember it goes completely off the rails in the end. I forced Craig to watch it fairly recently. I <laughs> think it was like. A- <laughs> Maybe six months ago or something, and he was just like, "Why? Why did we watch that?" I was like, "I don't know. I just felt you need to see it." <laughs> you can't say you didn't. Yeah, you think, I you feel like he did. To again. He didn't need to see it. He doesn't need to see it a second time, but you need to see it first time. <laughs> oh, nobody needs to see it the second time. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it the first time, you go see it. I think there was one about a killer pair of jeans recently, but I can't remember what it was called. Oh, really? No, I don't know. Yeah. Oh dang. Killer jeans. You tell us, OGT. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. Find out. And those are the one better thing. Is that the jeans thing? I don't know about that. <laughs> Might be. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? Mystery. You tell us. You tell us. Tell us everything. Uh, but Helen, you tell us. How can people find out about you and your endeavours? Oh, God, my endeavours. Well, I mean, I have no personal social media as I am, uh, in fact, a podcast cryptid. Sweet. As we all know. Um, <laughs> however, um, I am to be found on the podcast Roll Plus Heart. Um, wherein we play delightful games, um, RPG games. Yeah. And, you know, basically either frighten each other or make each other very sad or make each other laugh real hard. Um, <laughs> so if you like any of those things, uh, that's the place to find I like, me. <laughs> I like all of those things. Yes. They're very good things, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They are good things. That's the one good thing about life, actually, <laughs> is... Yeah, Roll Plus Is Heart. Is it Roll Plus Heart exists? <laughs> it's roll, roll Plus Heart exists. Yeah, exists. I'll tell you what else exists. It's out there. Um, tell you what, they're all in the description. You can read about them. It's, you know, OGT Pod everywhere. We've got Patreon, loads of stuff in there. Some mm-hmm. good things. Um, and then also Quest Fantastic, Jen and the Film Critic, all that good stuff. So nice. check it out below. I was also in a bit of Quest Fantastic. So. <laughs> yes, you were. A very good bit of Quest Fantastic. But I can't remember which episode numbers they are, so you'll have to listen to, to them To listen all, to the I'm whole thing? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just going to have to You're happen. just going to have to. Yeah, we didn't publicize it at all, and it's not in the episode description. So, <laughs> once again, podcast cryptid. <laughs> I just turned up. <laughs> She's basically creepypasta at this stage for Quest Fantastic. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm Paul Pastor. And I'm Helen Barfney. <laughs> yeah. And remember, the one good thing about black sheep is... What's the best thing? Oh, I mean, it is just a bit where the sheep eat all the people. Yeah, and the mint sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the mint sauce. Oh, my God, the mint sauce. Isn't that the best thing about lamb in general? Well, that and their cute little faces, but it's hard to enjoy that once you're at the stage where you need mint sauce. <laughs>